0: You know, people can have conflicts. Husbands and wives have conflicts. Parents and kids have conflicts. It's when things are really affecting their ability to fit into the fabric, wherever they are. That's when an office of folks who understand how to tease apart the threads in it, that's when it's important.
1: Conflict is a part of life. And let's face it, most of us are really bad at dealing with it, especially at work. Today's episode of Success at Sinai is about conflict. More specifically, it's about this really helpful resource that you have at Sinai called the Ombuds Office. It's a place you can go to resolve conflicts at work, a place where nobody's going to judge you or spill the beans. I'm John Earl, and my guests today are going to explain how the process works and how it can help you get ahead at Sinai. Dr. Deborah Marin is a professor of psychiatry and director of the Ombuds Office.
0: So the Ombuds Office is an uh, office for conflict resolution. It, the purpose of it is to f- have an informal opportunity for anybody's faculty, medical students, graduate students, residents to come and sort out issues that they feel are causing conflict with either peers, superiors, or other individuals, and have an opportunity to negotiate down the conflict. It's um, it's informal. We don't do formal investigations. We're neutral. That's our job, is to do shell diplomacy at best, and we're highly confidential.
2: I might add to the initial description of the office, in addition to being confidential, informal, neutral, we're also independent. Dr. Joel Foreman is an associate professor of pediatrics and preventative medicine and the Ombuds for Residents and Fellows. When we act in this role, we're not part of any other office. Human Resources, Title IX, we're not part of any of that.
1: Confidential, informal, Neutral and independent. That's the Ombuds code. Dr. Marin and her colleagues are really serious about it. Take confidentiality.
2: In my own calendar, if I book an appointment for a phone or an in-person consult, all it says is Ombuds. It doesn't say anything else. I have to remember who I'm seeing because um, I don't want anything uh, existing within the Exchange server that would identify. Just the fact of coming to the Ombuds is confidential in and of itself. See what I mean? But let's back up.
1: You're a faculty member, and you have a situation. Is it ombudsworthy? Absolutely. They help resolve all sorts of conflicts.
0: For faculty who come to me, it often has to do with not understanding parameters of performance. They don't know what their rights are, what is chairman's privilege or division chief privilege, whom can they go to to better understand the policies, Vast majority of the time, also has to do with sometimes just misunderstandings. I and mean, people, when they get into conflict, they just put their heels on the ground, and they just cannot go beyond that.
1: Dr. George Huntley is a professor of neuroscience and the ombuds for grad students and postdocs. Most of the cases that
3: I deal with involve conflict between what tend to be junior faculty, so you know, new faculty starting a lab here, and their first one or two postdocs that they've hired. And... Generally, the conflict is around sort of, you know, this would be from the perception of the postdoc, bullying or exploitation of their time and effort. Those are just two examples.
1: Maybe they look familiar. In any case, you're in a situation and it's making your life miserable. You need advice. Maybe you just need to vent. So you email the ombuds and arrange a meeting. Could be off-site, that's up to you. You walk in and you sit down.
3: And, you know, I think we can all assess what the general case is gonna be within about 30 seconds. It's like, okay, it's gonna be this category. The next part is really trying to just let the person talk. And that will lead to kind of identifying what the core issue is. Is it a lack of respect? Is it you know, something of this nature? Because that's really the key to then developing a strategy. Listening is a huge part of
2: what they do. So um, the listening piece that George talked about is critical. I spent a lot of the last person who came, I think I just listened for an hour. I hardly said anything. They had a great need to speak, and that was fine.
0: I'd say on any given visitor, even if they don't come for a second time, it's usually 60 to 90 minutes. We listen. We're there. It's actually very lovely. It's kind of a different pace from the things that I think we all do when we're not doing this.
1: Once the issues are clear, the problem-solving begins. Here's how Dr. Huntley does it. Remember, he works with grad students and postdocs.
3: I ask the visitor what would be their ideal outcome. Like, I want to, like, if all that could be cleared up, what do they want to see? Because that kind of sets at least a direction where we can go to. Or I can check the reality, it may just not be realistic. The other thing I do is I try to get them to understand, you know, almost as if put, your, put yourself in the shoes of the assistant professor that's bullying you. Because, you know, the, the reality is, is that there's enormous pressure on new faculty you know, they have to get their grants going. There's teaching, there's committee work. They've just hired three people. It's a lot of pressure. And one of the knee-jerk reactions is to vent the frustration on the people in your lab. And the problem with that is that you are undercutting your own self when you do that because you have to engender loyalty and a sense of teamwork. That's how you're gonna succeed. So we kind of talk through strategies and I try to get them to understand the pressures and that often is sort of an enlightening moment for them. And it helps us to come to some strategies for conversing in a way that the postdoc can reiterate commitment and try to build trust. And you know, so those are kind of the tools that I use.
1: Ombuds can help you think through a conflict. They can give you perspective and point you in the right direction. They can even act as intermediaries. But they can't do everything.
3: And there's a good reason for that. I think one of the biggest misconceptions about ombuds for those that come to the office is that we are kind of like their lawyers. Like they come to us and they've hired us and we're gonna go out in the world and represent them. And that is not the case. That's what being neutral means. So technically, you know, if somebody, a postdoc comes to me with a problem, technically I am also the faculty members' ombuds as well, You know, if this is where the, res- the conflict is.
2: I think that's a common misconception. Actually, that we're not advocates, right? That we're neutral. People want you to be their lawyer, as you said. And that's a common, will you then call my program director and tell them this? And the answer is, unfortunately, no. (laughs) But um, maybe we can help you think about what avenues are available to you, either within your program or through GME that could be
0: helpful. We use the word conflict resolution, but I I can't be the exact percentage, but a relatively large minority, it's more about understanding what the resources are. I definitely have done a fair amount of, with permission, speaking with um, either a colleague or usually a superior with whom the visitor has a problem to hear the other side of it. And I frequently there's miscommunication, so I explain the visitor's viewpoint. I bring the visitor back in. I explain the other person's viewpoint. So oftentimes we've had resolution of issues about maybe you don't belong in this lab. Or, uh, you know, maybe a soft landing is good for you. Uh, and let me, let's figure a way for you to do it that it can happen with grace. Or, you know what, I understand you're not the PI on this, on this grant right now, but let's understand why, and maybe I can speak with the head of the lab or the other lab to better understand how we can get to the next step that you can be on a paper. What does it mean to be on a paper? So those are the kind of outcomes that I deal with.
1: By now, we've worked our way through the ombuds process from
3: conflict to resolution. Time for final thoughts. I would encourage people to come to an ombuds at the very beginning of this sensation that there's some kind of a conflict or a problem or, as I said, something that prevents them from thriving. You know, I think human tendency is to kind of let things escalate and stew, and that makes it always much worse.
2: I would agree with that. Don't wait. Much easier to course correct early than late.
0: Conflict is not necessarily bad. From conflict can come growth. And to be conflict-competent is a thing that I would like my visitors to feel, that they're leaving and they've learned some tools. We all have conflicts. It's part of life.
1: The best way to contact the Ombuds Office is by email. Their addresses are on the website, icon.mssm.edu slash about slash ombuds office. You can also call 212 659 8848 the set of a consultation. That's all for this episode of Success at Sinai. Thanks to our guests Dr. Marin, Dr. Huntley, and Dr. Foreman for taking the time to talk with us. This podcast is a production of the Office of Academic Development and Enrichment at the Icon School of Medicine. I'm John Earl. Thanks for listening.